we have an exciting announcement from our sponsor, the Japan Sake and Shochu Makers Association. As of June 30th, Japanese shochu can be sold without a hard liquor license in New York State as long as it is 24 ABV or below. After over three years working with the state legislature and the IRS, and in cooperation with the Japanese Food and Restaurant Association, among others, JSS is excited to announce this change in the law. To celebrate, JSS will be holding a tasting event in New York on the 3rd of November with shochu distilleries from Japan, and will be inviting members of the Japanese Restaurant Association, other restaurateurs, distributors, bar staff, influencers, and others. JSS will also be sponsoring a cocktail week and an authentic shochu and awamori month with Japanese restaurants in New York. Bolstered by this success, JSS is also looking to work with the California legislature to enact a similar change in the Golden State. Now, back to the show. The people of sake actually brought me into sake. Back in 1988, this place was actually in Ginza on the main drag. At first it was kind of soy sauce, it was miso. To the point where it actually changed my life. New Year's Day, 1989. Uh, not just sake as a beverage, but all the culture and history of All right. Everybody, thanks so much for coming to hang out. Yeah. I appreciate it. This is amazing that everybody is in one place. As y'all probably noticed, we kind of we kind of threw a couple of things together here pretty pretty rapidly. I became aware of this young lady's plans to descend upon this island quite recently, and when we looked at the schedule, this was the only day where our schedules overlapped the entire time she's going to be here. And uh, at Sake on Air, I've been thinking I need to interview Simone anyway for some reason, but when you can interview someone online at any time, it, you feel like you want like, a, there's always more than enough reason to interview you, obviously. We have dozens and dozens of reasons to, to call you on and, and chat with you. However, like, you want, you want a, a something, right? Uh, a good, something, something meaty, you know, something because you know, I, I always just sort of assume- Something you, to hold on to. Right, yeah. something to hold on to. Yeah. I always assume we'd be able to do this in person and for some reason that just never worked out. Um, and so when it looked like this was going to work out, um, not only were, were you going to be here at long last, um, but you were also um, being inducted into the Samurai Hall of Fame next week as well. And so, you know, all those things together, I thought that that was a pretty good reason to um, bring um, our special guest here on today. Uh, to join us, um, to have her share a little bit of her experience um, in doing what she's been doing uh, the past couple of years and sort of how it has impacted all of the people in the crowd today. Um, what a great crowd. Right, what a great yeah. crowd. I said, I thought this would be a good opportunity to celebrate Simone in your work, as but also um, all the people in here that have really helped make all that work possible. And so that's kind of what we wanted to do. So today's kind of a little bit of an off-kilter version of Sake on Air, whereas it's as much of a good excuse for all of us to get together in a room and, and celebrate and have a few beverages as it is to chat here on air. Um, but um, I wanted to kind of share this with everybody if, if we could. So my name is Justin Potts. We also have Big Chris. Hughes. Big Chris, try not to be so big. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we force you to next, lean down to these people, yeah. a meter and a half to speak into a microphone. It's... And and great to see you as well, Simone, yeah, in great person. Great to be standing next to such a tall creature. <laughs> <laughs> 
And all of that was to uh, introduce uh, the sake mistress, Miss Simone Standard. So thank you so much for 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 joining us and all of your time and energy and, and work and all that good stuff. Well, that thank you goes right back to you for all your time and energy and for putting this together at such short notice and uh, getting this wonderful community together to drink sake and um, help make my trip uh, a lot more enjoyable. So thank you. Yeah. And thank you to everybody for being here tonight. It's, uh, it really means a lot to me and uh, it's wonderful to meet some of you for the first time and, of course, to reunite with some old friends. Uh, and, yeah, I'm just so honoured to, to be back in uh, my, my spiritual home, as uh, our good friend Harold calls it, <laughs> uh, the place that I, I, I miss every day that I'm not here. So great to be back. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And so... You know, this is a little bit inside baseball here and that everyone here very much knows why we're here and who we're here to celebrate. Obviously, your work has touched a lot of people all around the, the globe and a lot of the people that it has reached are in places scattered around the world. Um, there happens to be this really core community here in Japan that's been um, a part of your work and supportive of your work. Um, and so some of the things we're talking about might be like, what, what, what are we talking about to some of our listeners? So I, I, I want to start by kind of just having you go back and just kind of tell people a little bit about yourself and about your work, um, um, both prior to and alongside Taste of the Toji, um, but it's um, your work with Taste of the Toji, I think, that has brought everybody together here. I haven't had a drink yet. <laughs> well, I'll do some talking then. So, you have a drink. hold on, hold on. But I, we, we have to... I, I, I thought I was thinking, what should we what should we cheers with here? And I'll tell you, um, a while back, as a part of Taste with the Toji, we did um, a session um, with uh, Ishikawa Toji, um, formerly of Taketsuru, um, currently of Tsukinoi. And with that, we had the support of uh, Mr. Andrew Russell down at Fukucho. Um, and following that session, a couple of bottles appeared on my doorstep. And I've been kind of holding on. You don't tell me you saved them all this time. <laughs> I've been looking for a good reason to open these. So, and it's also kind of fitting that Fukucho was the, was the first taste with the, the Toji. The very as well. first taste so, with the Toji, yes. Um, I figure we might as well just, you want to you open one of these up? Sure, okay. let's do it. Oh, it smells amazing. Isn't it? That's magical. We might pass these around later. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> I'm just gonna set these right here for the for the for the for the foreseeable future. Oh, wow, the aroma in the nama. Wow. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Lovely creamy, creamy aroma. But uh yeah. So let's uh a big kampai to you, Simone. Congratulations and a kampai to everybody else out there. Kampai. Cheers out there, everybody. Well, that is quite delicious, and I'm very right. glad you held on to that. Ah. <laughs> that is lovely. Isn't that? Mm. Isn't that? Woo. Wow. Good, good. Anyway, this Fantastic. makes for ter terrible um, <laughs> terrible listening. Um, I suppose you had to be there, moment. I had to be there, so... Um, that's okay. That's what this is going to... This, this is going to kind of be this evening, so we'll just yep. roll with that. Yep. Yep. But, Simone, tell us... For our listeners who may not be familiar with the work that has brought you here and brought all these people together, what is it that has kept you busy oh, as of late? Well, <laughs> <laughs> where do we start? I mean, I don't want to bore anybody that's listening, but uh, 
For those who don't know who I am, I'm based in Melbourne, Australia, and uh, I've been travelling to Japan since 2003 after a, a long um, younger life fascination with Japanese culture. Uh, and in my, my previous incarnation, I was uh, into the, the visual arts, so um, was very inspired by, by Japanese woodblock prints um, and, of course, by manga and anime. <laughs> so a nice sort of balance between, uh, between new and old. And through that, through, through my many trips to Japan, just slowly fell in love with sake. Um, I guess before coming to Japan, I'd tried sake and I was lucky enough to not be turned off by that mm. super hot futsushu mm. that mm. that you have uh, those Japanese restaurants served boiling hot in a in a to tokuri. Uh, you know, it didn't it didn't make me want to rush back for more, but it also didn't put me off. So the curiosity stayed alive, and once I once I got to Japan, I discovered a whole new world that you didn't have to drink sake hot, <laughs> and that <laughs> it was all about aroma and and flavor, and everything was so versatile. And of course, I already loved Japanese culture. So after many trips to Japan and many years in the hospitality industry, about ten years ago, I kind of shifted my focus to promoting sake in Australia, and in the last five years, kind of went out. Um, on, on my own as an independent sake uh, promoter, educator. Yeah. Um, although educator is a word I don't like to use because <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly learning. So I think uh, we all kind of teach each other. Mm. And sake is something that you can never know everything about. So that that's what keeps me so interested in it. I guess it's such a versatile world and such a rich history. And, uh, and of course... We can we can kind of jump straight to the pandemic, really, because yeah. uh, that's kind of why we're all in this room tonight and why I'm talking to you. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. I, from Melbourne, right? The longest lockdown in the world. Yeah. I mean, you guys you guys had one of the, are arguably one of the most. Uh, well, it was the longest. The, the longest. Yeah. Uh, right. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It was a. Yeah, you guys had a had a had a tough going with it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, things could always be worse, yeah. and I, I I'm very fortunate. I live about an hour south of Melbourne in wine country on the Mornington Peninsula. So, my five k radius that I was tied to had a beach mm. and also lots of bushland. So I was quite fortunate. But of course, when we first got locked down, all my uh, sake events got cancelled. So things like uh, pairing dinners because restaurants had to close their doors. So I probably spent about two weeks just feeling a little bit sorry for myself, like most other Melburnians, <laughs> thinking, what, what am I going to do and how do I continue to, to fly the flag for sake, I guess? And I was speaking to Andy Russell, who you mentioned earlier, and of course I'd connected with him and a lot of, a lot of the other guests prior to uh, starting the Taste with the Torji sessions, but never had imagined that um, <laughs> I'd be talking to you 95 sessions later <laughs> and two and a half years later. So... I just said to to Andy and Imada-san, would you be interested in jumping online with me and we'll get some people from Australia and from Japan, we'll open the same sake, we'll we'll do that kind of, you know, what does it smell like, what does it taste like? But I quickly realised during that session even that um, the whole guided tasting thing probably wasn't what people were wanting. Yeah. They, could, they could get that anywhere yeah. uh, and everyone had kind of been there, done that. What people were wanting was human connection so Taste with the Toji fast became yeah. a program that really, for me, I just wanted to connect people through sake and also connect 
with people because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't visit my family. I couldn't, you know, we couldn't have friends over. Um, I wasn't working at that stage. So, yeah, I just, I quickly realised that everybody just was longing for that that connection and all of a sudden I realised there's all these amazing like-minded people that have this passion for sake and Taste with the Toji was born and Rumiko Mariki jumped on to be the second <laughs> the second guest and she actually reached out to me and said, how can I help? And I said, well, you can be the next guest. Yeah. Uh, and she's been a stalwart of this project. She is so supportive of other brewers. She often, as you guys know, she's a, an attendee and even if it's a brewery, she doesn't really know very well. Yeah. She always makes uh, everybody feel really included and um gets involved as much as she can and yeah she's been a wonderful support not only not only to myself but the project and of course to to the sake industry so yeah, yeah. amazing amazing it, i mean this didn't it's so much it was so much a product of its time in a way like it was kind of a perfect storm in a in, in a certain mm. sense and it's and it's funny because you know us here and everybody in this room we're absolute we're more than used to seeing one another's faces um, there's actually more than a few people who I've actually never met in person mm. until today. So it's, it's fascinating that this thing was born out of a scenario that was forcing people apart. And even now two and a half, almost three years later, I mean, we're, you know, pushing on three years later that um, still a lot of the people still haven't been able to, to connect in the way that they expect or anticipated. And so now, you know, at, at, at what point did you realize that this was something that was going to sustain itself? Was there something? I mean, was was there was there was there an event? Was there a timing? Was there a something or someone you realized? I mean, when you set out to do this, you know, you didn't know if there would be a round two. No, absolutely. You know? I didn't know if there'd be a session ten. So yeah. <laughs> just and now we're at next next week on Monday. You're doing ninety six from 96. my hotel room in Kyoto. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, yeah. amazing. The night before your your induction ceremony. Absolutely, right? yeah. So uh, no Nijikai that yeah. night for me, right? Dave. You might have to run that one. I think. Right. <laughs> right. And so, but I mean, it. How how what what was the what was the evolution of it like for you then? I guess. I mean, was there a certain point when you realized? wow, this is actually something that not only people want to be a part of, but that I, I want to continue doing, that I want to. I mean, because it's not easy to organize something almost every week. So mm -hmm. I mean, we are looking at session 92 for two years. You're looking at, you're pretty close to a, a weekly pace, you know? Yeah, doing, yeah. yeah and to know. stay motivated as well on, on a project. I mean, I'll say from experience, it's, it's really, you really have to have quite a strong character to be able to stick to something you know, in the long term. Well, we yeah. all know what the motivator is, Chris. It's what we're drinking tonight. There you go. Um, there you go. It's, it's pretty easy to stay motivated when you're so passionate about something. But yeah, there's no no secret that there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just the two-hour sessions that happen each Monday night. There's uh, prior interviews that we do, you know, Zoom sessions yeah. that we have to make sure that we're all on the same page. And um, I guess the turning point for me initially... I thought I would just do uh, breweries that had sake available in Australia so that mm. I could have the, the sake while we were talking to these wonderful guests. But I fast realised that um, the audience was becoming global mm. and it wasn't fair to uh, to the breweries that were interested in in taking part to, to just limit it to sake available in Australia. Mm. And it also meant that I could learn about breweries that I'd either never heard of or didn't know a lot about. 
Um, the, the turning point though, was when the brewers actually started telling me what this project meant to them. Mm. And I think when I first started doing it, it was not, not for selfish reasons, because I mean, obviously I wanted to continue doing something. Mm. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a money maker for me. It was a passion project. And I really thought there would be a limit to what I could do because I don't speak enough Japanese to be able to interpret for any any uh, toji or kuromoto. So without the help of these wonderful people, some of them in the room tonight and one, two standing next to me, uh, <laughs> yourself, Justin and Chris, um, and of course, Maki is here. And uh, everybody sort of put their hand up and just said, how can I help? Mm. Um, and I think that just shows the kind of people that sake people are. I mean... We just all want the same thing, and that is more people to know the stories behind these amazing people that are crafting this amazing brew that we're all drinking tonight and that we drink every Monday night together. And the community that formed was was so heartwarming. And I guess also being in, in lockdown for me, I felt like I was missing out on obviously hum a lot of human interaction. And, of course, there were nights where especially after the official session was over and we'd we usually always have a nijikai and emotions were running high. You know, people were stressed out. People were without jobs. People were wondering <laughs> what the future held. Nobody really expected this uh, this global pandemic to last as long as it did. Uh, and, and I still today see, see effects in, yep. in Japan and everybody's mm -hmm. wearing masks still. So I, I suppose, wow. yeah, I, I just... The, the community, it was the community. I mean, what a, look, even just this room, look at all the wonderful people here. So how could I not continue to do this and continue to, to speak to these fabulous people every week and to, to have these guests on? And, and some of the guests have since returned and done a second session. And that was something I also didn't think the brewers would be interested in doing. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a long-term long project now. So... A few people have said to me, you, you, you can't stop. You have to keep yeah. going. Yeah. Um, and why not? Yeah. You know, it's fun. What a yeah. journey. Right. What a great journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I said at this point, it's the inertia is just, it's almost, obviously it's a lot of work, but it's almost propelling itself at this point, mm. you know? Yeah. Whereas it can just continue to go and become whatever it needs to be and it can involve whoever, you know, it makes sense to involve whoever gets wrapped up in that, you know? Yeah. That snowball that's just kind of, that, you know. The avalanche. The avalanche. <laughs> the snowball, the avalanche, the landslide. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we won't yeah. talk too much about natural disasters, yeah, right, but right. <laughs> especially enough. not in Fair Japan. Enough. Fair enough. Um, but again, too, I mean, I, touching on that, uh, you know, there are a lot of breweries that have been affected by, here I said I wasn't going to talk about them and now I'm talking about them. Mm. But so many breweries have had hard luck stories. And mm. for me, as I said, for me, quickly, this this went from an idea of doing a, a an online tasting event to just learning about these people and that includes their hardships as well as their successes and um, I think that's what really drew people to this particular platform and this project was again I mentioned human connection but just hearing these stories that you don't necessarily hear about when you even if you go to to a tasting event in, in Tokyo mm. they're not going to stand, stand there and tell you their life story they're just going to talk about their sake really because that's what they're there for right. and to learn about them on that human level mm. I just I think that's what really made this what it is and 
yeah, and the other humans, as I said, that that helped contribute and and allowed me and everyone else to keep enjoying this every week is just yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm so grateful, yeah. and I'm still learning every time we do a session, and I'm just yeah, I'm just in in awe of of <laughs> this. Oh, this community, this, this, it, I never thought it would, would get to what it is today and that I would make some amazing friends who I think will be lifelong friends. Um, and the wonderful thing for me too was seeing friendships form within that community in mm. Japan and people would send me photos when they all go out together and, and, and yeah, it was all about just connecting people through sake and that is yeah. one of the wonderful things about sake yeah. is that it connects us. Uh, so here we are. Yeah. I think we should have another kampai, right? Yeah, why yeah, not? Kampai, kampai to, that. to that. Yeah. Cheers. Hey. I th I think you 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 were definitely the right the the perfect person to do this, you know. Um if someone was chosen through fate to do this, then I think they picked the right person. You have a power and a warmth about you which just puts a lot of very shy and um you know, very closed in a way, kind of closed brewers at ease and they just open up in a way that I've never seen before, even at local events, like, you know, offline events. I've done a lot of events with brewers. I've never seen them open up in the way that they do on Taste with the Toji. They just be themselves. And it really allows you to just get to know the brewers, you know, as people, as people with this extraordinary skill, this extraordinary talent, creating, crafting this extraordinary beverage. And that for me is, is the magic of Taste with the Toji, just how close you bring us to the brewers. It's a it's and a very comfortable environment. Yeah. Yeah. It is very cozy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like the armchair of 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 sake events, isn't it? You know, like just you cozy up with you. Say more of the recli recliner. The recliner. There you go. Or the hammock, or you know, <laughs> just you know, roaring fire in front of you in winter, or you know, it, it's it's just it's so great, and um, I really hope that this accolade allows you to open more doors you know to get more brewers on board with this and it makes it makes life a bit easier going forward because i know it hasn't been easy i know for actually going on a video call and doing an event via a video call is 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 new to them yeah. you know this is something that they didn't really know yeah it's a bit more advanced than the fax machine right <laughs> although although they still keep their fax machine i'm sure taste with the toji via fax machine could could work <laughs> give it another 10 years give it another like 10 the, years the retro like yeah yeah when we somehow lose our digital net technology and you're going to step in with the fax machine taste with the toji but you know i mean you say it was a you know a product of the time and i, I agree with you justin about that i, I really do um but I, I also think that if anyone could have done this and on this scale, I, I actually can't think of that many people who could pull this off in this way. I'll be quite honest with you. And I think you're very modest. I think what you've achieved is, is really great. Well, may I add, as I always do, it is actually a team effort. And uh, that's why it has gone on as long as it has. Mm. And without without the people that, that helped to make this a bilingual project uh and without the people that have that passion i mean god we've got one guy sitting here in the room who's come to every single 95 <laughs> sessions it's and okay when... <laughs> Red applause. shout out for david <laughs> and that's mr david cheek thank you sir and on those nights where i don't feel like hosting the nijikai because i'm either way too emotional or exhausted or uh, have have plans early the next day he just steps up and he keeps those that want to keep drinking and talking about sake and whatever else may come into their mind. Um, he looks after them. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's beyond just, 
it's beyond just uh, the guests and the interpreters and myself as the as the facilitator. Um, there's so much more to this community, and uh, tonight is a, a testament to that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very organic, right? I mean, there are a lot of you know, in the spring of 2020, is that when is that when the world fell apart? I can't, I can't remember anymore. It's around but, about that. Uh, the first, around the first yeah. session was April 2020, right. so uh, somewhere around there, yeah. Right, and, and I remember at that point, all of a sudden, it was almost overnight being reached out to by a lot of different individuals and organizations, things that all of a sudden, they didn't have a place to share. They didn't have the information. and realized that they actually weren't connected to the place they were representing, you know, whether that was a distributor or a restaurant or whatever. And so, hey, we want to do something. We got to do something, which is really, really fantastic. And a lot of people out there, you know, started doing very interesting and me meaningful, really thoughtful kinds of work and using the, the internets to, you know, do different types of tours or tastings or different types of, and different types of things, which is really, really fantastic. But a lot of that, once everything started picking up again, um, went for lack of a better word, back to normal, you know, yeah. and that's, which makes sense, right? I mean, you've got to get out and, you know, sell the thing you're representing or you've got to go to the thing, but it's something about really organically just kept, kept going, kept going, <laughs> kept going, kept yeah. going and going and going. And it's just, you know, like I said, it's, it's a, a, a lot of the folks in the, in this room here, um, I mean, yeah, Chris, you know, you've been you've been in on a lot of these sessions and in, in yep. organizing and, and interpreting and things like that. I mean, yeah, how's I, I get a massive buzz out of I won't lie. I mean, it's a bit selfish, maybe, but it's almost like because when I was younger, I did a lot of performing and I get a massive buzz out of just being in front of people and and sharing my passion about sake, you know, and, and seeing like how people how that kind of passion touches those people in a way that, you know, it touches me. That's kind of, you know, that's really reciprocal. It's really, really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great feeling. Yeah. yeah. I've been learning, yeah, learning, learning something about these amazing people beyond just the brew that they, that they craft, um, learning about their, their life is, is we're, we're all, we all love a good story, don't we? And yeah. uh, these are real stories, real people. And I think, it puts us all on that same that same playing field, and and I think that the the reason it has, I guess, been a self sustainable project is because every single session is so different. There's no there's no hard there's line. No, there's no there's format. No format, right? right? No. And you guys know that better than anyone. So um, sometimes you can. I, I, there are some breweries that are very much let's plan ahead, and we'll have two or three meetings prior to the session, and they they want to show me every single slide and every. So some some sessions have a, a quite a long kind of uh, PowerPoint presentation, and then others do a live kura tour. But of course, we know Wi-Fi in some of those old buildings is not always reliable, so we don't always get to see inside the particular brewery that we're we're featuring. But yeah, every session is different. And then you look at the one we did with Philip Harper that was just him in a room talking to us and I think it went for five and a half hours and that was just the official part and then there was a Nijikai after that. So, I mean, that's the, the scheduled time is two hours but some of these sessions tend to... I mean, how can you fit all of these stories in, in, in a two-hour segment? But we, we do our very best, don't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> but some of, them, some of them have gone, yeah, five, five, five and a half, six hours... Uh, so that just shows the dedication too of um, yeah. not just the people that are, are, are our guests, but the the people attending. I mean, they yeah. they want to know as much yeah. as they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's very unique in that there's a flexibility there. You can mold each session 
you know, and and that's something that if it if it was a, a session being done in Japan in Japanese, they normally have quite a rigid structure, and 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 the brewers as well don't like kind of going outside. Well, they think they're not allowed to go outside that structure, and and very often it is the case. You know, they they're expected to do like a presentation here, then do a tasting here, then question and answers. It's very rigid. There's no flexibility. And these sessions have such a great flexibility. We can go wherever we want. We are, really are on a journey and we don't know what stops we're going to make along our way to the destination, right? Yeah. That's what makes them so much fun. I am all about colouring outside of the lines and <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> that's what this project... But it is hard to, it, it, to explain that sometimes, isn't it, to the, to the brewers, to yeah, like, you know, because it's such a unique uh, format. Yeah, and you mentioned before some of the brewers that have been approached have kind of said, oh, no, no, I'm or I'm I'm unsure, and then... They'll watch a couple of sessions yeah. and they think, oh, actually, this is quite a unique opportunity to yeah, be able to yeah. connect with people on a different level and, and tell a story. So, uh, you know, not all of them have kind of come around and that's OK, each, yeah. each to their own. And everybody has their own way of, I guess, for want of a better word, marketing or promoting their, their product or their kura or their story. Uh, but a lot of them have. They've, they've said, oh, actually, I, I, I wouldn't mind yeah. talking about the history and the hardships and the yeah. the personal aspect yeah. of, uh, of of what I do. So yeah, come on board. It's it's yeah. it's great to to mm. see their their minds change and and some of those sessions have been some of the the really great sessions. Yeah. 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 And then the testament to that is then I'll, the number that actually come back and participate regularly or intermittently. You yes. Know, like there there are a lot of producers who, you know, you you mentioned. Yumiko-san, mm -hmm. you know, uh, who's been a just a stalwart in yeah, the in yeah. the in the whole thing. But there are a whole lot of brewers, you know, that hit, that make an appearance. You know, yeah. they they come and watch the other brewers, yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. and again, that's something that you don't see so often. And I think it's great for them because they can just relax and watch the other brewers. There's there's no stigma attached to that. Like it's not weird for another brewer to watch another brewer. And I think if it was like other events, then it might deemed a little bit weird to have a brewer in the event watching watching another brewer you know but this is so natural and like we invite them to become part of the community right you know we, that's what we like we like all if we could we'd have all the previous brewers watching watching each each session right and i think too there was i mean, I mean there's a real camaraderie with a lot of the brewers and especially during covid because they were all in a very similar situation yeah. weren't they where yeah uh, you know restaurants bars everything had kind of shut their doors and and people weren't allowed to go out mm. drinking and alcohol had this really bad stigma attached mm. to it yeah uh and i think they they all just rallied and and through this this project it was great to kind of see that support amongst the brewers it's i mean i i before getting into sake i was in the wine industry and it's so incredibly competitive yep. and i know there's competitive aspects of the the sake industry too but sure. what i saw was a real um you know coming together of mm. people that just just wanted for a better a better outcome than what mm. they had at the time yeah absolutely and now i mean it's it's gosh you so you like say it was going on two and a half years or so um do you think it'd be two and a half years before you made it back to Japan? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I kind of hope session 50, I might be able to do, do live from Akura, but, uh, uh, and then I kind of thought session 100, but sadly I'm not here long enough for that this time around. So, uh, actually session 100 hasn't been confirmed yet, but, um, let's, let's, uh, let's hope it does happen. And I haven't quite decided who that hundredth session will be, but, uh, that's that's the aim to get to a hundred and then see what morphs from that. But I think this is something that will keep going in in some 
some form or another. Um, mm. We've we've talked about a podcast, and uh, Mucky Mucky and I will be starting that sometime yeah. later this year, which also gives. <laughs> So, and the idea behind that, I guess, two-hour sessions on Zoom—it's—it's quite—it's uh, quite a lot of time, especially during brewing season, for uh, a, a toji or a kuramoto to dedicate themselves to. But what I what I initially wanted with this was to—I initially thought there'd only maybe be 10, 10 breweries, and we'd kind of go back to them on a regular basis and see how they were how they were faring and and get an update. Uh, and then it just kind of morphed into this. <laughs> <laughs> 80 something breweries that we've done uh so this will give the the brewers i guess a chance to to touch base again with with this amazing community and audience and and just fill us in without having to commit to a two-hour session so yeah. maybe in the form of a half hour interview and and just see what they're up to and and make them feel like they are still part of this community that they've helped build amazing yeah. amazing amazing the Japan Sake and Shochu Makers Association has teamed up with the Association de la Sommelier Internationale, ASI, to expand awareness and understanding of sake and its many facets throughout the world. ASI has members in over 60 countries and provides a forum for sommelier exchange, educational programs, and competitions. The partnership will enable the establishment of a network of active sommeliers interested in sake and will provide opportunities to communicate sake's potential pairings beyond the framework of Japanese food. ASI's General Assembly was held in Nagoya in July of this year. In September, the ASI Boot Camp will be held in Malaysia, and in November, the ASI Best Sommelier Competition for Asia and Oceania will be held in Taiwan. The World Competition will be held in February of 2023 in Paris. In the future, JSS will continue to coordinate efforts with ASI by providing sake tastings and seminars at events organized by ASI. How does it feel to be back in Japan oh. now after? Well, what hot. Was the, what, was hot. The first thing, what was the first thing you did after <laughs> after right. landing? The first thing I did, well, gosh, I landed at 6 a.m. So it was just a matter of navigating to my way to Shinjuku and uh, booking into my, my ho or checking into my hotel, which, of course, I couldn't actually get into my room until 1 p.m. So it was strolling around the streets of Shinjuku. I had many texts saying, come to my place, have a shower, I will come and come for lunch and... I arrived here uh, in Melbourne clothes um, on an incredibly humid Tokyo day and I was ridiculously sweaty and was walking around in the rain, looked like a drowned rat, mm. so I didn't want anyone to mm. see me like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I just kind of walked around until check-in. So that was the first thing I did. Actually, I did eat ramen. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had ramen and a really nice cold namabiru. Uh, and remembered that just is, how much correct. I love. <laughs> that, that was correct. Yes, I love a good, uh, a good cold Japanese beer, uh, and there's there's nowhere else to get beer yeah. the way the Japanese yeah. serve yeah. their beer. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of my first culinary experience, if you like. Mm. Uh, and then um, yeah, then just it was all about sake and all about some of these wonderful people here in the room and, and also other sake people that I've mm. connected with or studied with in the past, uh, catching up with old friends, mm. meeting new friends, and uh, that shall continue for the next three and a half weeks. Cool. Very cool. Like I said, and over the last couple of years, we, you know, we've been communicating, obviously, intermittently, um, and the plan was always to, when you did make it to Japan, to use it as a means to create some you know, extension or some something tied to taste of the Toji what we're doing. What is what can that become when we when you come to Japan? 
However, this time you were in Japan, well, partially because of Taste of the Toji, but specifically because um, you're a samurai. We all we all already knew that well before, but um, or you'll be a samurai in like five days or something like that or whatever. Yes, is that a sword in my pocket or am I just happy <laughs> <Yeah>. to think? <laughs> With where where did that cut? Where did oh. obviously deserving uh, more more than deserving? Just fantastic! Congratulations, by the way, first and foremost. But yeah, um, I mean that was I imagine that was uh, of all the you've had so many ideas and thoughts behind the what would bring you to Japan next or what you would do that, that probably wasn't in your mind it was not in my mind <laughs> so uh no it certainly wasn't and, and in all honesty uh i you know i had a ticket booked in 2020 i was due to fly out here in may and of course we all know the story there uh so i did have a a Qantas voucher waiting mm. and the ironic thing is my Qantas flight got postponed for a day so i ended up flying here on ana um <laughs> great airline by the way uh but yeah i um so, yes, it was a, a huge surprise to get nominated. And, um, of course, getting nominated doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be mm. inducted. And mm. uh, when I did get the message, mm. it was it was a, a really great honour and something that I probably didn't see myself, um, you know, being... A, I didn't see it happening because mm. I, know, I know, especially recently, it's, it's usually somebody who's... Uh, Importing sake or exporting yeah, yeah, yeah. sake, and and I, I didn't think little old me and what I was doing would 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 get that recognition. And of course, it's never why I was doing what I was doing. So, mm. I guess that's why it came as such a surprise too. Um, but I hadn't planned to come to Japan uh, using my Qantas voucher that I had from 2020, probably until early next year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my uh, as as you guys know, my father passed away recently so uh, it was a very hard thing for me to think about was coming back to Japan especially while he was he was alive because I knew he wasn't well and I didn't I didn't want to leave him uh, but the wonderful thing was he got to find out about this award which actually makes it mean a lot more yeah. to me so it's a very special trip uh, being here for this this particular reason but um, even more special is <laughs> is meeting some of these wonderful people in this room and uh, having this Taste with the Toji community yeah. together yeah. or some of the community together tonight. So it's a, it's a lovely a lovely balance of the two uh, positives um, amongst some some pretty negative things that have happened recently. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hard things. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. As you said, it was very much a, you know, a product of, you know, which means a lot of people here you know, a lot of people, I think obviously this group is focused around Taste with the Toji. Um, and obviously that has gotten a lot of attention. And it's probably safe to say that obviously that that work and that dedication has contributed a lot to, you know, you being here today. You know, so I think that gets a lot of attention. But these things don't happen overnight, right? I mean, that you didn't wake up one day and that was possible. I mean, that's, you know, that was the that was possible because of the time and energy and all the things that you put in prior to that as well too you know so you being here isn't just a product of your passion over the past two and a half years it's a culmination of a decade plus yeah. you know yeah and yeah. so and that doesn't you know sometimes that doesn't always get seen everybody sees the last thing or the thing that's happening you know at the moment you know but then the culmination of that is 
Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Like I, I, I remember um, like the first time I saw your your Instagram, you know, and and uh, like all the work you put into that, you know, just like all the photographs. I of, think that just really in. showed what what an alcoholic guy was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really well, you know, really well taken photographs, really well constructed. You know, there's a lot of passion in there, you know, and and a lot of work has gone into that. So. Um, and I think that it's just, it's the same with this project really, you know, like I said earlier, I mean, you said it's because of Saki and I, I agree with that as well, but I think just having the motivation to stick something out like this, um, I, I'm honestly not sure if I could have stuck this out as long, as long as you have and, and gone to, through as many brewers, you know, it, it is a lot of work. Well, I um, think, I think an advantage is probably living in Australia. Um, and unlike you guys here, I can't just get on a train and go and visit a brewery, right? Mm. So I don't have that distraction of all the sake event. Well, not you didn't have it during COVID, obviously, but um, yeah, I, I, it's I kind of make my own. I bring the breweries to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I bring the breweries to me, and through that, um, connect with with like-minded people around the globe. So it's yeah, it's uh, as I said, it's a journey. It's a journey that. I, I hope can continue for some time and uh, more people will jump on the, on the, on the wagon or the, the sake train or whatever we want to call it. It might be a bandwagon, a right? Bandwagon. It might actually yeah. be a bandwagon. We do know that music, music <laughs> is a big, big, <laughs> <laughs> music's a big connection that uh, a lot of, a lot of the brewers uh, talk about. So um, we have this uh, taste with the Torji band that we're slowly yep. creating throughout these 95 sessions. And I think we've got someone playing every instrument and uh, someone also like conducting and uh, a, a lot of karaoke, right? <laughs> a lot of, a lot karaoke, of karaoke, absolutely. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Let's well, so out of all those people, I th I'd actually I'd love to just kind of hear from some of the people because you're all here. Harold, you just walked in here before 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 <laughs> you down. Step step up to the mic here, sir, real, real well, quick. Pour yourself a glass of sake. Pour yourself a glass if you haven't already. Oh, look, he's put the sake in the water glass. You can go. Okay, nice. <laughs> this is the water glass? <laughs> Straight for the big glasses. You can come around on this side of the okay. bar here, too, man. Come on. Yeah. But just, yeah, I think I think it makes sense to, to, to get the voices of a few folks uh, here. So Absolutely. Introduce yourself really quickly. Hi, uh, I'm Harold Durop. Um, uh, from uh, New York City originally. Yeah, been in Japan for about 25 years, and uh, oh, I love I love sake very much. <laughs> <laughs> Harold, I think so. I mm. I still have no idea what you do, but I'm pretty sure so you, somehow you managed to get to every single place where there might be a sake brewer i do my best there i do my best i it, it, it's it's my hobby so i i'm my my regular job is i do uh audits it audits systems audit and consulting but uh yeah sake is is what i love to do outside of work and uh I'm so happy to see Simon. We haven't I haven't seen you in so I know it feels like forever and it's so wonderful to see you. And yeah. I, and you know, you, we talked about sake samurai. I mean, this guy is a sake samurai. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like he may not have had the title given to him, but I'm giving it to him because he is just such a wonderful advocate for sake. And like you said, wherever there's a sake event, he will endeavor to get there. And uh, he flies the flag. For all these amazing brewers, and uh, he's, I, do, he's, I do my best, you, and, and you, you more provided the forum to showcase a lot of these brewers, and I'm really happy to to bring them to your your forum at TWTT, and uh, it's just been wonderful, and I'm just so happy for you for becoming Sake Samurai. It's just so wonderful. 
Excellent. Excellent. Harold, thank you so much. I, I <laughs> thanks thanks a lot. Um, Great to see you. Yeah, real quick. Come on. We're working on, through a bit of the on. room here, right? Well, yeah, we're going to say we got, we're not going to be able to, to work all the way around, but I, I, I want to get a few voices on here because there's a lot of voices who have been either very supportive of the work that you're doing in a lot of different levels, whether it's been interpreting or coordinating and things like that. And Annette, I know you've been behind the scenes and supportive in, in, a, in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, say, say hi to everybody. Tell everybody what it is here. I'm Israel from Tel Aviv. <laughs> because uh, I think what you do is just amazing and you've been doing it with so much passion and devotion and um, you know even without ex asking for a return you know like we just we can we can join like every Monday without kind of like I don't know like it's not like a paid zoom you know like uh, although the hard work you do and everything so I think it's just um, amazing yeah. and thank you for the way that for me like this uh, crisis which was very difficult like in my personal life like this corona um but those mondays nights were like a saver mm. like for me those mondays nights were like okay i have this sake thing with simon my daughter like my now seven year old she's part of this community yeah. thing. <laughs> she's very upset not to be she's not the amazake samurai <laughs> But she's been like uh, participating in 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 this this Zoom as well. She knows everyone here. Sometimes she draws, you know, people right. from the, and she's like, oh, I want to meet Simone again. And I'm not, you know, like uh, this kind of. Um, so for for us, it was just like um, in this chaotic situation, with like no end. Um, for me, those Mondays were so important, and thank you for that. Yeah. Like really. This is great. Now you two can adventure together here on the island for a little bit. Yeah. It's, right? Well, I met, uh, I mean, I feel like I, I've known Anat for right. two and a half years, um, but we met for the first time two nights ago, right? Uh, and yeah, I mean, the wonderful part of this project is that I, I kind of feel like I've, I've already made these really close friends and yeah. it's wonderful seeing them in the flesh, but yeah, you kind of feel like you're just catching up with an old friend yeah. and yeah. yeah and and sharing sake which is yeah. i mean how how much better does it get yeah maki i'm going to make you come up here even though you're in the middle of a conversation <laughs> is that and and you're starting a podcast in the near future i hear <laughs> which means that yeah yeah, get we, we got to get you get used to this anyway <laughs> and can i just can i just quickly say to our our, our first um third speaker, Harold. Uh, Harold and I did um, John Gortner's Level 1 and Level 2 together, so we've obviously met in person before, but um, it's been it's been wonderful having him on board, Taste with the Torji, and, and uh, yeah. yeah, his passion, I think, deserves another round of applause. <laughs> You're definitely part of the inertia that is happening here. Maki, hi. 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 Introduce yourself. Um, I'm Maki Tanaka. Um, what am I supposed to say? I'm a TWTT interpreter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm used to interpreting people. I'm not used to speaking for myself. So <laughs> I'm very nervous, and I brought my yourself with me. We, we got you. We got you covered. We got you. And now you're both off on a on a new venture to do podcasts and things. What is what, what, she, what didn't, is, she didn't really have a choice, Justin. She didn't have a choice. That's how this relationship is. So I, I have a day job, and, and sake is my passion, but I have, you know, it's not my profession. 
and Simone has always been supportive to bring me into more, mm. um, uh, you know, more to do with sake mm. and more to be exposed to the sake community. Mm. But I think we should thank somebody for that, though. So, Mr. Keith Norham yes. yeah. from Masumi, who I had the honour of meeting uh, during one of John's SPC courses here in Tokyo. Keith is an all-star. He's, he's been on the show before. He's, he's incredible guy, and yeah. just such a, a warm, generous, kind person. Um, round of applause for Keith. So hopefully yeah. he, he, he hears this <laughs> at some point. We'll, we'll tag him, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 tag, we'll continue to tag him um, throughout, throughout the evening. Uh, but, yeah, he actually contacted me and um, – Mucky has a, a, a connection with Melbourne um, and he just said, would you be able to yeah. get in touch? And yeah. I said, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mucky and I are pretty much the same age. We both love sake and Keith, who we both adore, introduced us and we had a Zoom session and I think we ended up chatting for two and a half hours <laughs> to the point where I was actually Zooming in from my, my bed and my <laughs> husband ended up sleeping in the other room because... <laughs> Mucky and I were just chatting all night. So um, I think from, from the word go, we, we kind of connected and uh, I think I found a kindred spirit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been, been great. Amazing, amazing, amazing. How, how are you feeling these days, Maki? Now you, now you have Simone in Japan. What, what are you all going to do in the next couple oh. of weeks? <laughs> and what, what's the story with this podcast? When is this starting? We, need, we want details. TB, TBC, TBC. We want. <laughs> this is going to be, there, there's going to be some sort of planning. Yes. <laughs> while she's here. Yes, yes. But holiday holiday and party sake time yeah. first cool. uh, and work later. Cool. Um, and research. And research. So um, every glass of sake is uh, included in research. Right? It goes into the, it goes into the database, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, a little bit of downtime, and that's something that I haven't really had uh, during Taste of the Torji. We've had maybe the longest break has probably been two or three weeks over over the Christmas yeah. New Year yeah. period. Uh, so this is kind of it's, – it's it's slowing down a little bit for, for this this month in October, and then uh, – and then we'll we'll be back with a vengeance and um and and also bringing a, a brand new podcast to the OAs. So yeah, cool. So keep an eye out for that. You yes. Can keep an eye on on these two young ladies and see what they're up to. Awesome, Maki. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you very for everything. Much. You're absolutely wonderful. Um, I want I want to make sure everybody here gets to spend reasonable time with one another. So we're gonna wrap it up pretty quick. Um, but I do want to bring Mr. David Cheek up to the mic. Um, before we do that, I'd, I I I would be committing some sort of a <laughs> sin to the sake gods had I not. And so, Absolutely. David, how you doing, sir? So I'm good doing to see great. You. I'm doing great. So and good to this, see you. This to me is really really cool because somebody who approached with humbleness got something she really deserved. And that's all of you guys as friends. <laughs> and and the reason why the reason why I think is because there's a few things that she went about her business in a really good way. So she said, I went to a lot of these Zoom meetings, and everybody had like these rules, and they did all this stuff. Hers was freedom. It was like sitting around a campfire. She didn't actually do this, but what she did is she did something Miles Davis was really good at. She brought the right people in. She set up the situation. People there 
made it personal. And so what happens is, because we're Gaijin, we get to ask different questions than... than and always three questions a day. In 12 parts. <laughs> but what... what I mean, I know you guys would agree with me. It's like if you're if you're doing this from a Japanese perspective, yeah. there's certain criteria that's kind of followed. But when you're yeah, gaijin, a different experience. you're free. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. And so what happens is this whole thing just becomes personal. And you get to find out what you really went there for. Yeah. Well, I th and, and not just yourself, but I think that's where it's kind okay. of alluding to before as well. Who too, am I? Right? What the Who am I? The brewers I'm, get from that as well too, right? Yeah. Right. I think that's that's the I think I think that. that's, that's why they that's come. That's the place they can engage with but as a they, result. But they're also right? doing one and two. They're they're coming back. Yeah. yeah. They're coming back. Yeah. And so, I think they're coming back because they feel comfortable in front of a lot of people, and and almost all of them say the same thing. I was really nervous coming in. I really wanted to be prepared. But then you're like halfway through, and they're jamming, yeah. <laughs> and they're jamming, and this is. To me, the reason why I bring up Miles Davis is because this is like a jazz thing. It's it's actually Japanese brewers coming in and improvising. Free form. Their stuff. And she set this up. And I met her kind of haphazardly, um, which is kind of funny. She, she was coming for John Gutner's course, which she did with Harold. And I met Harold at an event. So I know mo I know almost everybody in here. But she put out a post on John's uh, alumni was alumni, alumni website and said, hey, and I'm going to be in Tokyo. Is there any like sake people like blah, 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 boom. And I was like, okay, well, I'll be that person. And I'm like, boom. So I said, yeah. I'll bite. I'll, I'll bite. And I said, you know, I'll, I'll come in and meet you, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to be here on these days. I'm with my husband. And I said, well, look, why don't you just come down to my house and stay there? Because we can just, we can, I can take you to my, my, this great sake store I know. This huge is probably the best sake store ever. It was a great sake store. And and but I said, I know this might sound a little forward, maybe like oh, don't, don't, don't. I, I did said, for a minute think, who right, right, is right. this guy? But, but I said, <laughs> there's another sake samurai in in Melbourne, Andre Bishop, who's a very close friend of mine. I've been friends with him for many many years. I said, well, just ask Andre about me. Boom. And she's yes. like, okay, boom, 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 boom. I said, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> and so her and her husband came. They were going to stay for a couple of days. They stayed for three days, and we had amazing time. We we just hung out. Mm. Uh, uh, but was the passion right? The passion for food, for music, for sake, for culture, and just again, I mentioned human connection, um, and what a wonderful contribution you've made um, to this project and to 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 my life. Uh, and here, what a, what an advocate for sake you are. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that draws us all in. Here's the thing. If you know someone that just loves sake, and we are all from different places, different cultures, different everything, but the one thing that binds us is we all love sake. So what do we know about each other? We know intrinsically that we have the same value system. And <laughs> I just, uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm really humbled to be a part of this. I'm happy to support you. I think everybody here is, and. And that's the other thing that's so great about sake, unconditional support yeah. every time. And yeah, you're my gal. Excellent. I love Excellent. you. You're amazing. <laughs> so. Excellent. So thank you very David, much. David, thank you so we much. We love you too, Dave. Um, thank you, David. You! 
Everybody's opening bottles. It's about that time. It's yeah, it's getting How, a little rowdy feeling? in here. <laughs> good, good, good. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna wind this down. Um, a big round of applause and congratulations to Simone for all of your work for everything you've done here. Um, well, Justin, just just before. Wow, that was a long applause. Um, just before you wrap it up, yes. I would also like to actually pour a little bit more sake for you and me. I will. Um, we'll have a final kampai. I will but gladly I would, partake. I would like to thank you because, um, I mean, people have mentioned the word humble tonight, but when I think of you, that is one of the words that comes into my head. And you are an incredible human and um, you are... Uh, well, there we go. Look, I don't even have to talk. They're already clapping, but thank you for your... I, I met you during John's Level 2 That's at right. Kiroizumi, yeah. uh, and ever since then we've stayed in touch, and you've been an incredible support to me, but beyond that, the support you give to this industry and the time that you dedicate to every to, to this industry and to promoting sake and Japanese culture, and uh, it's incredible, and it does not go unnoticed. Um, by myself and by everyone here in this room. And I think the final kampai should be to you. <laughs> so well said. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank, thank you, you well Justin. Said. And thank you for inviting well, thank me. Thank you so much, everybody, thank for joining you. us this evening. And thank you, everybody, for coming this evening. Kampai to you all. Kampai. Kampai. All right. Let's shut this down. Yep. <laughs> time that's to it. time that's to have all. a party. It's time to all, it. all, all. this left. Thank you everybody for hanging out. I'm gonna close this down. Um, we're gonna clean this up. Help yourself to the things at the bar. And we're gonna hang out for a while. Sound reasonable? There's that trajectory as well. Excellent. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks. I really appreciate it. And that will do it for another episode of Sake on Air. Uh, thanks again so much for tuning in. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach out to us at questions at sakeonair.com or follow us at Sake on Air on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And Sake on Air has been made possible with the fantastic support of the Japan Sake and Shochu Makers Association and the Japan Sake and Shochu Information Center located here in the heart of Tokyo. Sake on Air is um, brought to you by Potsuke Productions with audio work by Mr. Frank Walter.